0: New York City. Welcome to
1: Hot 97's Street Soldiers. The hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers.
2: I am so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. We're honoring the men and women who've served our country and are continuing to serve at this very moment. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. On Twitter, at Lisa Evers. On Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. And if you uh, follow me on Instagram, Lisa Evers Live, you can see pictures from behind the scenes here in the studio right now. And also post some comments on Twitter. um, Hashtag Vets, V-E-T-S. Instagram, hashtag Vets. And it's uh, at Lisa Evers Live, and we'll read some of your comments on the air. We're also streaming this show live on in real time on hot97.com around the country. So you might want to text your family and friends right now. Let them know to tune in, especially if they have an interest in the military. Maybe they're serving. They can listen on base if they're you know, on their phone, if they have the app on their phone. Um, hot 97.com we're also taking phone calls right now from all over the United States at 1-800-223-9797 one 223 9797 and of course Tuesday is Veterans Day and we just wanted to take a look at the role the military plays in our lives the role that the military has played in so many lives of people in our community they enlist um, they get involved Sometimes it's a way to get off the streets. Sometimes it's a way to develop new skills, to see the world, to do other things than what they thought they could do with their lives. Some, though, who do enlist carry physical and psychological wounds and injuries with a result of their service, and others, you know, make the ultimate sacrifice and pay with their lives. And we honor them, we remember them, and we pray for them and their families and their spirits today. But for the vast majority of people, military service transforms them, become more productive. They say they become more disciplined and better trained individuals and also look at themselves in different ways than maybe the way that they did when they were growing up you know, from their family and friends who thought they were just going to be a certain type of way or that they were only going to go. But so far, military for many people has opened up a lot of different avenues. So that's why we're doing the show. One of the reasons, in addition to honoring those who have served and those who've given their lives for our country, is to say thank you to all who've answered the call of duty. And we're not talking about the call of duty video game. We're talking about the real deal here with uh, real risks and real rewards. And of course, we're taking your telephone calls 1 800 223 9797. 1 223 9797. Do you want to share with us how the military has changed your life? Give us a call 1 800 223 9797 and streaming live on hot97.com. Uh, tune in and iHeartRadio, so you can check us out there as well. Now, joining us in studio, Jonathan Gillum. He's a former Navy SEAL, also a former FBI agent. He's a counterterrorism specialist, and you might have seen me interview him a number of times for Fox Five News. You also let me uh, go on a training mission, show me what a training session was like, simulated training session, which was no joke, and gave me a whole different. Look, and show me why I'm a TV reporter and a radio talk show host (laughs) and and not a Navy SEAL. And a room clear. (laughs) A room clear. Jonathan, thank you so much for being with us. Great to be here. Also with us is Staff Sergeant Ricardo Davidson. He's with the U.S. Army. He specializes in recruiting. And uh, Sergeant Davidson, thank you so much for being with us.
3: Thank you for having me, Lisa.
2: We really appreciate it. Also with us is Francisco Cortez. He's a vice president for Fox News Latino. He's a U.S. Army vet. And he was part of the first group of graduates of the Ailes Apprentice Program. That's with Fox News. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in a minute. But first, we're going to talk about the military, too. Francisco, thank you so much for being with us.
4: Honored, honored, Lisa. Thank you.
2: I really appreciate it. Also with us is uh, Erica Diggs. She is a U.S. Air Force vet, and uh, her father was a Vietnam vet. She was a combat medic and computer technician deployed three times, twice to Iraq. Uh, We're going to find out about that and what she's learned and how this has changed her life. Erica, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Okay, but first we're going to start off with uh, Congressman Charles Rangel. He represents Harlem, Upper Manhattan, and was just reelected to, I don't know what number term this was, but many terms. Congressman Rangel, thank you so much for being with us.
5: Thank you. What you're doing for veterans is so important that America never forgets these warriors.
2: No, we really appreciate it. And congratulations on your reelection.
5: Thank you. So much.
2: I know you've had some tough battles. You've done a lot for the community and for the area and for the country and uh, withstood a real warrior, even at the polls.
5: Mike, My country has been good to me. It couldn't have happened in any other place in the world.
2: Congressman Rangel, you were a high school dropout. You went into the Korean War. You came back out. With a Purple Heart, Bronze Star, became a lawyer, got elected to Congress. I mean, you've done so many incredible things. How did the military, as a young man coming up out of Harlem, how did the military shape your life?
5: Well, it gave me a sense of self-esteem. Unfortunately, those of us that have been raised in the city, you can only dream about what someone has shared with you. Many of my colleagues never knew anybody that went to college, and in the military, you were exposed to a lot of different type of people with different type of talents. And no matter how little you thought you knew, many of us went to the Army for that reason, there was something that you could do that would make you develop a sense of self-esteem. And the whole idea that you could get promoted from recruit to private, and to have a stripe saying that you were someone important is a sense of maturity that you just don't get if the only models that you have are those people that take advantage physically or or go to crime. There's a need for young people to do something, and the Army gives you an opportunity to do something positive and to think something about yourself.
2: Now just historically though, at the time you at the time you enlisted, there was a Korean War, the army there was segregation going on. You were in an all black battalion, is that correct?
5: No. When I when I enlisted in nineteen forty eight there was no war, nor was there one anticipated because we had just ended World War II. Uh, in nineteen forty eight President Truman said that when they're going to ban segregation, that just didn't happen. It was just as uh, as they said that they would ban segregation in the schools in 1950 by all deliberate speed. And so I was in an all-white division, the 2nd Infantry Division, but it had in that division two African-American outfits. One was the 3rd Battalion of the 9th Infantry And the other was my unit, which was the 503rd field artillery, which had 18 155 millimeter howitzers. All of that meant nothing when we got to Korea, because you just don't pull those guns around over those hills in Korea. So all of us were infantry men. As a matter of fact, in 1950, when the war really started, and we got uh, hit very heavily, uh, by the Chinese, uh, we were calling for troops to come to support us. And they actually told us they didn't have any black troops to replace us. And Joseph Bias says, well, I don't give a damn what color they are. You better get someone up here. And they had pulled up the the 27th reserve unit uh, from, uh, from the south and replaced black soldiers with them. I don't know for a week or so whether it was the communists or these southern soldiers, but we had a hell of an adjustment to make. But once we made it, we couldn't see anybody's color.
2: Wow, that's and look at where the how far the army, the military, and all branches of the service have come today. And just quickly, Congressman Wrangle, before we let you go. And we already have a lot of telephone calls at 1-800-223-9797 here on Hot 97 Street Soldiers. You've been calling for, re- for I think, many years for a reinstatement of the draft. Why are you doing that?
5: That's not exactly uh, so. I've changed that to say that if America is prepared to send our young men and women into harm's way, then we ought to have a declaration of war. We should have a debate. We should have a discussion. And we should not go into that debate unless we know what the problems would be if we decided to do that. One means that then a draft should be, not everybody drafted would be going uh, into combat, and not everyone that, that, uh, that would be called to service would necessarily have to be in the military. But if every member of Congress would know that if they did declare war, someone from their community, their family, or someone that they know may go. And the second thing is paying for it. We owe $7 trillion in debt. We borrow the money. It doesn't impact anybody. But but the paying the interest on that debt is squeezing out investments in education, research, health care. And so I'm saying that. Don't send anyone to fight any wars unless you're prepared to call it exactly that, a war. And when you do that, let America know that we have to make this sacrifice. And I'm certain anyone that believes that our beloved country's security is being threatened, they should welcome that.
2: All right, Congressman Rangel, uh, thank you so much for being with us, and thank you again. for Have your- a great
5: show, and thank
2: you. All right, thank you so much. That's uh, Congressman Charles Rangel, 1-800-223-9797, Hot 97 Street Soldiers. Jonathan Gillum, former Navy SEAL. Navy SEALs have been in the news a lot, especially since the uh, situation with Osama bin Laden. That's I did what-
1: not shoot Osama <laughs> bin Laden. I'm just going to tell you that right now.
2: Straight up. What about you? What did, what did military service, what effect did that have on your life?
1: Well, I I come, you know, I I grew up in Arkansas, and uh, I grew up extremely poor uh, in the middle of nowhere where, um, if you ever saw the Beverly Hillbillies where he was out there shooting and uh, from the ground came some bubble and crude, that's where I was born, in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) And uh, so, you know, I I always had a sense of service. My mom really, um, you know, raised us with a a sense of uh, service to our fellow man. And uh, so I was just born with that, you know, small town American, and uh, working my way out of there. And um, a- as I got older, I just it-, it was a natural calling for me and wanting to be the best, which is what my mom raised me to be, just kind of automatically pushed me towards the military because I felt as though giving up wh- what I had and who I was, was very important, and uh, doing that for the country was just a way for me to grow personally and also give back for the freedom that I, you know was basically given by being born here.
2: Right. That we a lot of times we take for granted. Francisco, tell us about your military service. It's first of
4: all, it's an honor to be among you know such distinguished guests and. For those of you not looking at what I'm looking at, Lisa's prettier uh, <laughs> in radio in person. Uh, Thank you, Francisco. You're going. welcome. Uh, so I grew up in the, in the South Bronx in the uh, Bronx River Housing Project and, you know, Africa Bambada right in front of my window, uh, you name it. And I. ever since I was a small child, all I wanted to do was wear the Army green. That was my dream. And when I got uh, the opportunity to do so and serve my country, I did so and I learned so much. It was just an experience to actually pay someone to cut your hair off completely when you're in basic training. You got to pay a dollar fifty or whatever it was to coming out uh, a changed person, uh, a mature adult, uh, putting the things that you learned in the military uh, to your everyday experiences out in the civilian world. And for many, that's the trick. It's learning what you uh, gained in the military, and how do you make that work in your civilian life?
3: Uh,
2: and what impact has it had on your life? Because you're you're one of the top executives in the television industry right now as VP of Fox News Latino. How did that military service help you in the corporate arena?
4: It's so when you, in, in particular, to my example, when you enter a, a newsroom. Uh, and everything is going haywire. There's breaking news, there's planes blowing up, there's dysfunction. I react well to that. I react well to that because I did so in the battlefield in in Florida, California. In many instances, I did the same thing. I just implemented what I learned on the battlefield and the stresses of being in a tank at 3 o'clock in the morning or humping 35 miles with a rucksack or a weapon on your hand. And you look down the newsroom, you're like, you know what? This is not that bad. I can actually
1: right. you know They it,
2: just lost the signal. It's not life or death, right? You know what? That,
1: you know what it reminds me of if you've ever seen um, one of those videos where they do—I um, forget what that's called—where somebody stands in one place, and so everybody looks like they're going really fast around you. Yeah. What's that called? Uh, stop action or whatever that's called? Like a time lapse. Time lapse. Yeah, time lapse photo. That—that's wh- exactly. what it's like. You're standing there. You're calm and collected because you're seeing the, the whole situation. You're able to function like that while everything around you is going crazy and you're able to slow it down and that's that is definitely something that you can bring into the civilian world absolutely
2: all right let me bring in uh, erica diggs you're a oh, u.s air force vet you, you initially were thinking of going into a career in the beauty industry i was the how do you go from the beauty industry into the air force take my us dad. through that yeah my dad said no <laughs> <laughs> he he didn't want me to go that
6: way when i graduated from high school and i i actually went to a christian college for a year, but. Just, I didn't fit in, but I wanted my freedom, so I decided to join the Air Force. My, actually, my older sister was in the Air Force at the same time, too, so she was able to get away from the house, and I
2: said, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And then what was it like with you, you know, when you first got in? Was it what you expected? What kind of changes did you go through? I remember my first thought was, what did I get
6: myself into? I was,
2: I was terrified.
6: People were screaming at me, but I learned how to adjust, and I learned to think You know,
2: kind of look at the whole situation and think for myself. And as a woman, because there are many more women in the military now and doing a lot more. What was that like for you?
6: I can honestly say, um, you know, comparing civilian life to military life, that equality is more so in the military. You know, there's now this is my experience. Uh, it's more equality so as far as i would say uh, different treatment for me being a woman no i had to do the same things that my male comrades had to do it it was all the same you can just the
2: board. be like excuse me could you get the door for me
6: no <laughs> it's, <laughs> that not, it's like you got to carry your you got to carry your weight <laughs> right and i'm still used to that i'm used to opening doors for myself i'm used to taking out the trash doing whatever i need to do it's just you know now i'm kind of having to adjust that I am a lady. Right. As opposed
2: to giving the orders, right? Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Let's bring in uh, Staff Sergeant Ricardo Davidson with the U.S. Army, specializes in recruiting. And uh, Sergeant Davidson, in in terms of the recruiting now, what do you, when you're talking to people, what do you tell them? Because I know you you guys have been out with us in some of the events throughout the summer here at Hot 97 and uh, with the street teams, and w- what are you telling people? Because a lot of people look to the military as, wow, this is kind of a way out, not really going to college, not really looking at college or thinking about it, and this is a way for me to really do something significant with my life.
3: Well, you know, um, I, I, I really don't have them think that it's the, the military is a way out because we, um, we provide a lot of things in the military. You know, we pay for education. Uh, we pay for education through the Army Tuition Assistance Program, You know the post 9-11 GI Bill and all those um outlets pay for college and what I what I try to tell the the students or the people that I'm speaking to out in the community is that make sure that you have a plan um you know when you're when you're trying to reach your career goals because if you don't have a plan then things might not work out as you think it may be or you might end up not doing it at all, because I, I, I see a lot of people, they walk up to me and they say, you know what, I don't think it's for me at this time, you know, and I'll see them again in a couple of weeks, and they're still saying the same thing, I don't think it's for me at this time, but really and truly, they're not really doing anything at this time, you know, they just don't know what the Army or the military has to provide, you know, the military provides stability, you know, it provides, you know, people with leadership, and that's the type of people that we need to join the Army. So they, when they finish with their Army, you know, enlistment obligation, they could come back in the community and just be that strong leader or mentor that the kids need in that community.
2: Tell us about the education, the, the 9-11 GI Bill, because I didn't really know about that.
3: Well, the post-9-11 GI Bill, um, you know, that pays for, you know, after a service member does their three-year obligation, they, they could come out, they could go to school, and it pays for 36 months of educational um, semesters. And along with that it also gives you basic allowance for housing that's a housing allowance for students that's coming out so they don't have to be burdened you know with the, the stress of going to school and working at the same time so they can use that to pay for the apartment that they're going to live in or help out with with anything else like you know buying you know supplies and and materials that they need for the school and along with that they also get a $1,000 annual stipend for books and supplies
2: so you get help there, and it can help you segue afterwards.
3: Yes, yes, it does. All eight hundred two two
2: three ninety seven ninety seven. 223 1-800-223-9797. Everybody, please feel free to jump in, and uh, let's take some telephone calls. Let's go to Lorena from New York. Lorena, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead.
7: Oh, good morning. I just want to, first of all, thank everyone that has served in the United States military. and just wanted to say I'm proud of my son, Aaron Thompson, currently serving in the United States Navy at Patuxent, Maryland. And um, I'm just proud of him. I'm very proud of him that he chose to go into the military, not because of money or obligation to
6: get out of something
7: else, because he really wants to serve his country. So I just want to say thank you to Aaron, and I'm proud of you.
2: You sound such a proud mom. That's awesome, Lorena. Thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day. All right. Thank you. And thank you for your son's service. Let's go to uh, Carter right now from Brooklyn. Carter, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead.
8: Yes, how are you doing?
2: All right, how are you?
8: Uh, my name is Mr. Carter. I'm calling in to give a special shout-out to the veterans. I have an experience with a veteran that I met in Brooklyn, New York, while I was at one of the lowest parts of my life. You know, I was in a shelter, you know, been through things, clergy abuse, foster care. And, you know, he just reached out to me, you know, and just showed me that life wasn't over. You know, and and he gave me a newfound love for life. He helped me start studying law. I went back to school, got my education. You know, I got redress for issues that happened to me in my childhood. And I just give a special shout-out, you know, because for a long time I was against, you know, the wars and things and military. But I understood that it's not necessarily our plan and our purpose of what we have for each other. Everybody has their own walk of life, and uh, we have to support everybody's decision and what they are good at.
2: No, ab- absolutely, Carter. Thank you so much for the call. We really appreciate it. And uh, you know that you just you raising some really good points there. Let's um, let's go to uh, Maurice right now. Maurice, hi. You're on Hot ninety seven. Go right ahead.
9: How you doing? All right. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm just really glad that y'all are having this conversation. I'm a veteran. and I'm in my car right now, and they'll touch me because they don't recognize us too much. I've been having a hard time as a disabled vet, actually.
2: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that.
9: And I am um, I was actually an air traffic controller, and I, I thank the Air Force for providing me with independence. Yeah. And a lot of people, I wish that were minorities, would take that chance because they paid for me to go to school and, and pursue a lot of things in my life. And I, I made a sacrifice, but that was because I was a gay black teenager, and I didn't really have too many other options.
2: All right, well, Maurice, I hope things start to look up for you, and we we appreciate it, and we thank you for your service.
1: Hey, can I just say one thing to yeah, Maurice? Yeah, hey, Maurice, you know one thing I want veterans to know, and for you as well, is that um, you know. Just like the the caller before you was talking about how this veteran reached out to him, one of the that, things...
9: That just touched me, man. I'm about to cry because I've been in the shelter and I've talked to people that went to basic training after the conversation I had with them.
1: Right, well, one and of the... those... One of the things with veterans one of the things with veterans and it's important for you to realize this is that um, you know you come out of the military with a specific skill but what's what the, the interesting thing that most veterans don't understand is that you have a set of skills that most people will never have that have not gone in the military you're an, you're an expert crisis manager you're uh, you know how to task organize you know how to see a problem clearly and let me tell you any veteran that's out there that's listening to this is having a hard time emotionally just realize that, you know, your ability to reach out and touch people, let alone get a job uh, that you may not know that you're qualified for is unbelievable. You can look at people's problems and say, hey, I can help you. Even when you're down, you can help other people because you have that ability. But also, yeah, go ahead.
9: Because the one thing I do want to stress to everybody is the values that the air force put in me. And that's what I live my life by, integrity, excellence in everything that I do and service before self and I live my life like that and I'm blessed right now. I'm truly blessed. I am and I'm grateful to the Air Force and I hope that more people take the opportunity to serve our country because man, I'm blessed and I'm around a lot of people that are struggling right now and I'm not in that position
2: anymore. No, well thank God for that and Maurice, thank you so much for the call and and thank you for the service. Let's talk about the teamwork and the camaraderie because in the private sector, just in regular life families, friendships, social media, all these ways that we communicate and interact, there's a lot of you know there's there's people have their differences of opinion i'll put it nicely since it's sunday morning and uh you know there, there's like oh i don't want to work with this one or i can't work with that one or that one's got this or that one the military a lot of one of thing i've noticed about vets is there's there's a sense of teamwork like automatic th- there's just that whole level of drama is just not there
6: erica what about that i completely agree with you um I think once we're put into basic training, you're taught to function as a team. And if one person messes up, the whole team messes up. Everyone suffers. So you learn to get there, do what you have to do, and there's really no
2: excuses. Francis, go about that, because especially with in a newsroom environment, especially in television, too, I mean, that you, we're so interdependent on so many other people to get that product on the air that people are watching.
4: Really, so there's no I in the word team. Uh, I went into the military thinking I can do everything and anything by myself, and I was quickly taught that that is not the way to do things. Um, you get farther in life when you're part of an amazing team. Uh, whether it's in crisis mode or whether you're in corporate America or in the military, um, you count on those around you. And you see that when you surround yourself around uh, other veterans or other people that are just as strong or even stronger than you, you can go places and you can get a lot done. Uh, so, you know, it, to some of the callers earlier, uh, the military is just that. Uh, you're never alone whether you're going through the worst of the worst or the best of the best, you always have a fellow vet that you can turn to. Uh, And to Lisa's point on social media... It's easier to get the word out, whether it's a question about service or if you're feeling down as a veteran, just to call and get another veteran's opinion is easier nowadays than it was before.
2: No, much uh, definitely. And then Jonathan, I just want to get you because when we went through that training exercise mm-hmm. with with you and and you br- you brought in a, a team of, of vets that were pur- I think there were Purple Heart winners in there, and we're like it, it was quite a, it was quite honored to be able to do that and have an inside look and have sure. a TV camera there, which you can check out that story. Not to plug it, but you can. No. If you want to see it, it's on LisaEvers.com when I did the uh, training exercise with the Navy SEALs. But the thing that impressed me was... You was the tremendous sense of teamwork. It was like as soon as you all got together, and we started the exercise, there was it was almost like one body with right. all these guys.
1: I, I tell you right now, with, with the, the four individuals that you have in here, you have Air Force, two Army, and one Navy. We you could give us a task, and the, we we would figure out you know who's going to lead the task, um, you know who's going to carry out what job part of that task. And one thing that you have to understand that they teach you in basic training, and it's called basic training because they mold you with basic skills one of the things that they teach you is that you're a leader it doesn't matter if you're you know if if we had a business and you're a veteran you're in the mailroom. you you own that job and you are the best at that job you're a leader in that position and you know with the news you know that's something that you can clearly see is that if you can instill that in people that you're a leader no matter what position you're in um, then things just go better, and it, it you saw it perfectly when we were there. It training. was unbelievable. You know, I'd never worked with Carl before. Uh, I'd never done anything tactically with Dave because
2: he had a Marine. There was a, a, two, there, a there
1: was uh, there were three seals, including myself, a Marine and Army, and we all just came together. We'd had enough tactical training where we could throw you in the mix and just go through there. And there was no arguing about, hey, I'm in control, or hey, you don't tell me what to do, or none of that.
2: I think I said that once. No, I didn't. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I didn't say. That. <laughs> no, it was. It was amazing to see that to see all that. I, w- I want to talk about that. And,
1: it, and it's also it's contagious. You fell right in line with everybody. And whatever skill that you have, so your martial arts training, it comes out. It's it's really it's made better. And if you're raised like the mom that called earlier, if you're raised with a mom like that that inspires you. You're going to go in the military, and it's going to take your bad habits and crush them, and it's going to take your good qualities, and it's going to build those up.
2: All right, and that's why we're talking about this. We're saluting the men and women who wear the uniform, military service? Those who have given their lives, those who have served our country. We're saying a big thank you from our street soldiers here, our street soldiers family, and also to those that are currently serving and the family members too. Because it's you know they always say that when somebody is ser- is in the service, the family is serving as well too. So all of those loved ones who are there giving that person support, you know, we're we're shouting you out too. You're listening to Hot ninety seven Street Soldiers one 9797 Michael J. Oscar Anthony Derek. Everyone else, we're going to get to your calls when we come back on Twitter, at Lisa Evers, hashtag Vets, Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. And uh, Hot 97, holiday season already, is bringing Christmas to Brooklyn, December 19th with Run DMC, the one and only LL Cool J. Listen all weekend for your chance to win tickets before they go on sale Monday. We'll be right back.
5: Yo, what up? It's your boy Wiz Khalifa, man. Ebro in the Morning presents a day off with Wiz Khalifa. Take a day off of work and chill with Ebro and Wiz Khalifa. You'll hit the movies to watch one of Wiz's all-time favorite stoner flicks. Don't worry, Wiz is supplying the munchies. <laughs> so
10: what
0: well, we we, about her. Listen all week at 8 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. And get hooked up with tickets to see Wiz Khalifa at Webster Hall. Uh-huh.
5: Wiz Khalifa, Webster Hall, November 16th and 17th. And just your daddy, Yours truly.
7: Full Flex Tearing the set. Down. Tickets on sale at WebsterHall.com. Made hot
0: by Atlantic Records. When you decide it's time to go the extra mile and build your future, something changes. Your life becomes extraordinary. And that's what the U.S. Army Reserve is all about. In just one weekend a month and two weeks a year, you'll get an edge in your everyday life. The Army Reserve offers hands-on training in high-tech careers, so your skills grow right along with your mental and physical strength. Covering college costs, assistance with student loans, there are all added benefits of joining the Army Reserve. And with flexible service options, you won't have to give up your day-to-day life. Plus, you could be eligible for an enlistment bonus of up to $20,000. Build your future in the Army Reserve with excellent career training, education benefits, flexible service options, and more. Plus, you'll make a difference in the lives of others, as well as your own. Go the extra mile in your life and visit GoArmyReserve.com to learn more about the Army
10: Reserve. Paid for by the U.S. Army. Thanksgiving is coming, so are Thanksgiving guests. And right now, the Home Depot can help roll out a warm welcome with new carpet. So let's make home for the holidays even better. As in $37, whole home installation in seven days guaranteed better. Let's do this. Guaranteed installation in seven days for $37 on select carpet. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Minimum 4 dollars purchase of carpet and pad, seven business days from purchase not valid in all stores. US only see store for details.
6: Find great savings at
2: Macy's Veterans Day sale with 30 to 75% off store wide, plus an extra 10 to 20% off when you use your Macy's card or savings pass. And don't miss spectacular all day specials Sunday through Tuesday. Coats and sweaters for him, her, and kids, 40 to 50% off. Save big during our great kids and baby sale, 25 to
6: 50% off. Bras, buy one, get the second 50% off. Now at Macy's. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices, exclusion supply.
10: If it sizzles and crackles and comes from the kitchen, it's breakfast. If the aroma wakes you up, it's breakfast. Have breakfast for breakfast. Fresh made from our kitchen. The Egg McMuffin, only from McDonald's. Goes perfect with a fresh-brewed cup of McCafe coffee.
4: For a limited time at McDonald's, get any size McCafe coffee for just $1. Made from 100% Arabica beans, it's another way to love McCafe prices and participation
0: may vary a la carte only some days you are a conqueror
5: look out world here i come some
0: days you are a survivor come on world give me your best shot some days you just want to crawl back in bed hey world leave me alone fortunately there is a mcdonald's morning egg sausage bacon oatmeal egg whites, and a great cup of McCafe coffee there's something for everyone to love at mcdonald's you taste good world
10: start the morning off right with the savory sausage mcmuffin with egg sandwich at mcdonald's for a limited time get two for only three dollars participation may vary. See store for details. Now at the Home Depot, get up to $5 off LED light strings when you trade in your old incandescent light strings. Let's lower our energy costs and raise our holiday spirits. These bright, festive little LEDs will last for years. They'll also light the way to savings. That's how to holiday. Let's do this. Up to $5 off LED light strings with trade-in. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Valid in-store only through November 16th. Limit five discounts per customer. See store for details.
0: SansoneAuto.com. Sansone Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram announces Black Friday deals all month long. SansoneAuto.com. With up to $5,000 off dealer posted price on all new vehicles during the 2014 Big Finish event. And guaranteed financing for all. SansoneAuto.com. Sansone Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Route 1, and Woodbridge Whore at SansoneAuto.com. I'm sure people buy cars elsewhere. I just don't know why.
10: If you've been looking for Pandora jewelry, look no further. You'll find it at Jared, the Galleria of Jewelry. Life has its moments. Make them unforgettable with Pandora charms, bracelets, and rings available at Jared. Visit Jared November 1st through December 31st for the Pandora Stargazer Bracelet Gift Set, which includes a sterling silver Pandora Classic bracelet, two clear cosmic stars clips, and a galaxy charm for only $200. Limited edition Star bangle also available. See store for details.
2: Wells Fargo has exciting news. Until November 16, 2014, customers can come in for a free credit score and complimentary credit report. That's almost as exciting as a credit tip sung by our barbershop quartet. Your
0: payment history is a biggest factor in your credit score.
2: Not bad, guys. Come into Wells Fargo for your free credit score and complimentary credit
1: report. Wells Fargo. Together we'll go
0: far. Wells Fargo Bank N.A. member FDIC. See a banker for specific promotion details.
1: You are going to Google Nexus 7 tablet and a Keurig Platinum Brewing System from Kit Kat Bars. Listen for the Kit Kat jingle on Friday and call us for your chance to win. Then head to 7-Eleven for a Kit Kat bar and cup of coffee. Official rules available at hot97.com. Kit Kat. Break time,
0: anytime. Yo. What up? It's a game and it's the Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues,
9: real politics, and real people. Only on Hot 97.
2: That's right. You know how we do. I'm Lisa Evers, your host for Street Soldiers. Hit me up 1 800 223 9797 on the gram Lisa Evers Live, Twitter at Lisa Evers, hashtag vets. We're honoring the men and women in military service who and who have served our country and who have given their lives as well as their families and loved ones. Who give them support. And I'm going to in, reintroduce our panel to you so you know who we've got here in studio and on the line. But first, I want to give you a heads up for a show possibly next week or upcoming. There was a report that came out this past week by the City Department of Investigation about Rikers Island. Shock! People are smuggling in, some of them, correction officers, smuggling in drugs and weapons onto the island in exchange for cash. Now, if you happen to be one of those people, they were just focused on Rikers Island. People are telling me it's been happening in a lot of other city jails and facilities. I'd like to hear from you confidentially, of course. Hit me up, Lisa, at hot97.com. That's Lisa, at hot97.com. If you want to call me, I'll give you my direct line, 212-452-4875. That's 212 452 4875. Or if you want to talk with Tone first, my executive producer, Tone Capone, you can hit him up. Tone, the number four real at gmail.com. That's Tone, the number four real at gmail.com. All of our information and sources remain confidential. We will not use your name if you don't want us to, but we just want to know what's going on. And if you're one of the females that's smuggling in cash to your guy who's Mm -hmm. there, so that he can buy this, because I heard a Newport can go for as much as $50, and then they break it down into all these little pieces and sell those individually. If you're one of these women that's smuggling in the cash, I want to know how you're doing it. Because I went to visit somebody at Rikers Island, not as a reporter, just as a visitor. And let me tell you, that search was like, uh, whew, it was pretty nasty and pretty thorough. So I'd like to know how you're doing that, just out of curiosity. So give us, give me a call, 212 452 4875 that's 212-452-4875 you can always hit me up on twitter at lisa evers the gram lisa evers live and um you know lisa at hot 97.com if you're on the email tip so that's something we're looking into real closely and if you've been on the island and you've seen it going on you know you've done time there you've been through there let me know too so joining us in studio jonathan gillam he's a former navy seal He is currently the CEO of U.S. Continued Service. He's a former FBI agent, counterterrorism specialist. You see him as a commentator on many counterterrorism subjects on Fox 5 News. I've interviewed him numerous times. You also see him on Fox News. Also with us is uh, Army Staff Sergeant Ricardo Davidson. And also joining us, Francisco Cortez. He's the vice president for Fox News Latino and an Army vet. Erica Diggs, U.S. Air Force vet, is with us and on the phone. Now, we were talking a little bit off the air. I want to bring it in the discussion and in front of everybody who's listening on Hot 97, 97.1 FM, and on our live stream on Hot97.com. There's a lot of hip-hop artists, more than you would think, who have done service in the military. And joining us right now is one of them, No Malice. You know him as Malice, of the clips. And No Malice, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it.
7: Oh, well, thank you, and good morning, to everyone.
2: Good morning. Good morning. Now you were at... They, good morning. My people are telling me you were stationed at Fort Bragg.
7: Right, I was in uh, at Fort Bragg, North Carolina.
2: What was that like?
7: Uh, well, you know, I when I joined the army, uh, I had a new family, a uh, child on the way, and um and at the time, it just seemed like like it made sense, and and uh also gave me a chance to to serve my country my father served in in vietnam so you know we definitely all viewed it as uh being something very honorable it it was a very good experience
2: how did it what effect did it have on your life you know now that you're out of the service
7: well, I can I can tell you, you know, um, I come from a, a two parent home, so discipline for me wasn't a, a problem because my my dad he was he was just on top of his kids, you know, and just made sure everything ran smooth. But going through the ranks in the army, um, the discipline factor and in, in you know the attention to detail, um, I think it is something that a lot of the youth today. Uh, are missing and and, and the respect um, it, it definitely instilled the respect it instilled a uh, um, you know a, a certain kind of etiquette um, not only toward uh, other people but also about yourself
2: and then in terms of uh, no malice what you're up to now, your fans. I know you wrote the book a while back, uh, Wretched, Pitiful, Poor, Blind, and Naked. and um, Right, right. <laughs> what, and then you had some recording projects. But what's going, on, what's going on with your career now?
7: Well, let me tell you. My, my new baby is, and, and I want to say, uh, give you a shout-out and, and thank you for, for helping to inspire uh, what I'm doing now. I have a podcast. Um, it is the Re-Envision Radio Show. And uh, like yourself, we talk about issues that matter. It is definitely faith. Based, Uh, You know, I am sold out for Jesus Christ, so I I make that very much known. But we talk about uh, community issues. We talk about, um, you know, issues that that our youth are are dealing with. And and we just, you know, try to just shed some light on some things and give some kind of positive insight.
2: All right, that's wonderful. No Malice, thank you. Good luck with the podcast, Re-Envision Radio Show. And uh, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. All right, and thank you for having me. Got that. Okay. All right, thank you. We have so many phone calls. Let's go to the phones, 1-800-223-9797. Anthony from Queens, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Anthony?
7: Hello, hi, I'm sorry. Basically, I have a question for the uh, recruiter, if he's still there. Okay. Um, I'm active duty right now, and I should be transitioning to a civilian. Uh, again, and uh, I'm from New York City, and I'm wondering... What should I do? I don't know what route I should go, as far as school or looking towards employment. I'm 22, and it's just it's something that it's kind of overwhelming.
2: All right, Sergeant Davidson, what what kind of resources are available?
3: Well, um, how how long did you um, were in the service for?
7: I was in. I'm in for two years. I'm getting out with a general because it's been complications, and I, I know the benefits I get. It's just something that I don't know what I should like. Well, uh, it's, utilize them and, you know, w- what's the best thing for someone returning back, you know, to, to civilian
3: lives? Well, what I would say is the best thing is always to have a plan. You know, um, you have to get with your, um, in, in your non-commissioned officers, make sure they, you sit them down and you talk to them about what, what are your goals are for after you get out of the military. Because right. one, one thing I don't want you to do is, is to get out of the military thinking it's the right thing to do right uh, at this moment. And then you fall back and you are in a worse position than when you even started off. So what I would do is I would make sure I, you, you sit down, you know, get a plan, make sure you have all your goals set up in the way you want to do them. And, and, and it, it's, it's going to take time because once you're in the military and you're getting back out into, you know, to the, to the civ- civilian aspects of your life, everything is going to be different. But just always remember you are part of the team. All right, you're part yeah. of the team. Once a soldier, always a soldier. All right.
2: All right. Thank you. Thank you very much for the Thank call. You. And then, Sergeant Davidson, the, you were mentioning the site too for the other, uh, the other guy who had called who had served.
3: Yes. For, um, for, for all the veterans that's um, listening to this radio station right now, um, there's always help for you out there. You know, you could call the Military One Source. All right. Um, you could also speak to a chaplain's assistant if you're going through any hard times. Don't ever feel like you're doing this on your own. All right. We, we all care about you. You, you, you're a part of the team. And we just want to make sure that you're physically fit, mentally fit, because that's very important, and also spiritually fit. So just make sure you're taking care of yourselves. And if you need any help, don't be afraid to talk to anyone about it. Um, you can come and hang out with us at our 1704 Picking Avenue with our recruiting station. We would love to have you guys there. All
2: right, 1704 Pickin Avenue. And then the website again for people, One Army?
3: Military One Source.
2: Military One Source. And then they can access resources Yes, Reso- the different type of resources. Let me just talk about the emotional adjustment, because Erica, the uh, you know the emotional adjustment, especially for women when you're in women police officers, women first responders, even to a much lesser extent, women women in the news business too. If we're covering very tragic things, it's like you function and then it kind of like hits us emotionally later on. Was there? A, did you have any kind of issues with that? And-
6: Absolutely. Um. Like I said, you know, they teach you how to deal with the situation at hand. So a lot of things that I've experienced and seen, especially being a medic in Iraq, I've seen everything. But you don't focus on what's going on right then and there, but it hits you later. So, you know, those are things that I'm still working with and, and working through and still, you know, I have those thoughts. I have those flashbacks. But, um, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely an issue. It changes your life. Yes, it does.
2: Did it make you appreciate life a lot more?
6: Oh, my goodness. Yes. I, I can't complain. I won't complain. And, you know, um, when you're around people and you're around civilians that have not been through and experienced what you've experienced, you're like, you know, wow. You know, I'm, I'm just grateful for being here. I can, I can be somewhere. I can have a cot. I don't need much to survive.
2: So it's giving you a different perspective. Francisco, what about in terms of looking at other people and their ability to handle stress, what the military did for you? So
4: basically it trains you for the very worst of atmospheres and situations. And it starts from the very beginning of your military career where they teach you to the very basic to... Some of the things that Jonathan has been through, where you're extremely trained for situations, but nonetheless, any situation you encounter as a as a as an army vet, uh, as a military personnel person, and and you incorporate things into your civilian life, there really isn't much that you can't handle. Um, the sky's the limit. I've been put in so many situations. I, I deal with crisis every day. I'm up at 4:30 in the morning, uh, and I don't go to sleep till very late. And I'm surrounded by news. I come into work and people count on me to lead a team of journalists to report news to millions. Now, if that's not pressure, I don't know what is.
2: Right. And everybody's watching and it has to be correct. Otherwise, you know, you're not doing your job. And
4: one of the things you're absolutely right. One of the things that I've been blessed with is, um, again, to the to, to the word team. At Fox, where I work, it literally is an amazing team of people that make the news happen. You're never alone. But during crisis, as a leader, people, my journalists, uh, look to me for questions, for answers. And there really isn't a, hey, I'll get back to you with that answer, there is, okay, what can I do now to rectify the problem that you brought to me? So you have to deal with it then and now and give people under you who are looking for your leadership answers. And that's something that's instilled into you in the military that never ever leaves you. It's just brought onto you. And even if it's, you know, common courtesy when you're opening a door, in the military they teach you some, you know, leadership respect. You're going to open that door for that woman. Uh, you're going to help that uh, that older lady cross the street. Uh, you're going to help that other soldier uh, or other person to your right or your left. Make sure that they succeed as well, Be- because when you, in my opinion, uh, when others around you succeed, whether it's in the military or in corporate America, you succeed as well.
2: All right, one 1-800-223-9797. On Twitter at Lisa Evers. Now, also, I just want to t- touch on and, and say congratulations because you were part of this program with the Ailes Apprentice Program that is supposed that's fostering diversity in the up and coming ranks at, at Fox News and throughout the Fox Network, which I think is so so great. Each year they che- they take a group of individuals; they're chosen as apprentices, It's kind of like a real life apprentice thing, <laughs> and uh, by key Fox executives, kind of guide them. There's also people. People from the outside who are not in the news business, like former Mayor David Dinkins, who we love, um, former Labor Secretary, uh, d- people d- from diverse backgrounds, racially, ethnically, and with experience, but have really been through it, to come in. This one-year program, there's a you know, strong chance, if you do well, that you have a job at the end, and there's a whole bunch of graduates um, graduating this year's right, class right. this Thursday, November 13th, so I want to say a big shout-out to all of them.
4: Absolutely, and it was created by our, our chairman, our CEO, Roger Ailes, who's uh, uh, our general and who leads um, our newsroom and has done an amazing thing uh, with 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 the channel. he created the Ailes Apprentice program, and uh, he puts um, key diverse candidates who, who have leadership capabilities in in the Fox newsroom and puts them into this program. And it's basically boot camp. Uh, for journalists. <laughs> news boot news boot camp. News boot All camp. right, speaking
2: of boot camp, let's go to Sergeant Todd Martell right now. I think you're on base right now, right, Sergeant Martell?
5: Uh, no, I'm actually here in New York. Oh,
2: you're so, here in New York. Okay. Well, what are your thoughts real quick on uh, the military service and the impact it's had on your life?
8: Well, I think it's an awesome opportunity that um, everyone should at least um, try. Uh, whether you do it for four
9: years or for 20 years, it's an experience that you'll have for the rest of your life that no one can take from you and can make you more competitive than any of your other peers.
2: All right, there it is. Sergeant Martel, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Victoria from San Antonio. Victoria, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead.
7: Hello. Um, I just wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Eric Diggs. She was uh, my first uh, supervisor, my first to join the military. Oh,
6: I love she you. She helped
7: mold my career. She helped me through a lot of things. I was bad when I first got there. And she she helped me out a
2: whole lot. And you're calling from San Antonio, Texas. Yes, ma'am. I like that. Are you still in the service right now?
7: <laughs> no, ma'am. I I'm not. I just actually just got out of, got done with a
2: college. So, well, congr- think, Congratulations. Uh, Digg,
7: she she uh, she inspired me to do a lot with my life.
2: All right. Victoria, yeah. that's so Victoria wonderful. Thank you so, so much. Much. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. She was the problem child, right? But I learned a lot from her. <laughs> All right, Victoria, we're almost out of time, but th- thank you thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's see if we can take uh, one quick one quick call here, and then uh, we're just about out of time. Eric from the Bronx. Hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead.
7: Hi. Good morning, everybody. I'll let you shout out the veterans for doing their best, you know, because without them, the world would be crazy right now, and, N- you know. Every time I think about them, you gotta you gotta be strong. Like I gotta really be strong. It's a difference from just being strong and just being army strong, you know?
2: No, exactly. So. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Sergeant Davidson, that sounds like one of your guys. The, if people want more information about joining up, what should they do?
3: You want more information about joining up, you can go on goarmy dot com or you can just come see us if you're in the area at seventeen oh four Picken Avenue. Um our cell phone number is um three four seven seven three three six two six three. And that's 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 the way to um, contact us if you need any more information about how to join the Army. All
2: right,
1: Jonathan Gillum, final
2: thoughts, former Navy SEAL?
1: Well, I just want to reach out to everybody out there that is a veteran and just say, listen, one of the hardest things that we have to go through when you get out is that you don't have that team anymore. That's actually the hardest thing when you actually have to do something alone. It's not that you can't do it. It's that the camaraderie is gone from your life, but it's not really gone. So don't hesitate to reach out to people that you are in with. Um, if you know somebody's a veteran, you see me walking on the street and you see me on Fox and you're a veteran, stop and say hello to me. And if you uh, need uh, something, don't hesitate to ask.
2: All right, and I also want to. I also want to mention. There's a website called Project Twenty Two Vets. dot com. It was started by two uh, two young, and they're in their 20s still. Purple Heart winners um, who've done n- numerous tours to Afghanistan, and it's about the vets and with the problems with suicide, which is which is very sad, but it's something that's real, and they're trying to bring awareness to it. So you should check out that website, Project Twenty Two Vets dot com and shout out to Dan and Doc on that and uh you know everybody that's working with them. Sergeant Davidson real quick and
3: um you know um we I I would just want to say I just want to put out more how important Veterans Day to should be to Americans. Less make than it quick because they are about to come less than one percent of the United States is serving in the United in in, in, the, in the military and that's a very low number.
2: Less and than one percent?
3: Less than one percent Lisa. Wow. Less than one percent. And we have, the reason why for that is we have four issues right now. We have national obesity, the high school dropout rate, which is 25%, and we also have tattoos, moral, and ethical um, behaviors. These, these, these young men and women, out, they're out there making silly mistakes, and it's going to ruin their future in the long run.
2: All right, so good point. That sounds like a whole other show right there that you just, <laughs> you just drop right on me. All right, let's, but I like it. That's All how right. we do it. Here. Francisco Cortez, final word real quick.
4: Final word, more, is a call to action. I urge all of the listeners to this radio show on Veterans Day, thank a vet. Thank them for their service. Thank them for uh, their selflessness. And put a smile on their face
2: I'm so glad you said that because I felt kind of weird Sometimes it would be like Thank you for your service to people that I know had served And they really appreciate it like really, It may feel kind it of weird at first way. but it goes a long way It
4: really does I remember uh, very quickly when I was a private in an import And I was in uniform And a small child came up to me for the first time And thanked me I'll never forget that So if you see a vet, thank them on Veterans Day Alright, thank you so much Erica Diggs,
2: final word real quick
6: of word. Um, I know a lot of veterans out there are having a hard time kind of finding the way after the service. And I just want to let you guys know that there is hope. You just have to be very, very proactive. And if you need any help, you find someone that's doing it. You know, you find an example and um, reach out to me at Diggs and Co. on Twitter. And I'm always, always available to talk.
2: All right. Well, thank you all very, very much. Thank you all for your service. Thank you for And thank you for making time to be with us here on Hot 97 Street Soldiers. We really appreciate it. Thank you. And also, again, project22vets.com. Check out that website. Also, big shout out to 500 Men Making a Difference in Brooklyn, Wayne Devinish, helping uh, homeless families out there and doing a lot of good things and and a lot of good work. And also, uh, make sure you check me out on the Fox 5 News at 6 and 10. Have you been through Rikers Island? Have you smuggled stuff into Rikers Island? Have you? Do you? Maybe you didn't do it, but maybe you know somebody who did it. I wanna hear from you, Lisa at Hot Ninety Seven dot com. Call me on my direct line, two one two four five two four eight seven five. That's two one two four five two four eight seven five or hit up my executive producer, Tone Capone, tone the number four real at gmail dot com. Tone the number four reel at gmail dot com. And also wanna thank everyone here at Hot Ninety Seven, our program director Jay Dixon, our digital director, Jeffrey Thacker. Our uh, promotion supervisor, Dom Perignon. I just call him Dom. Dom de <laughs> Bomb. And also uh, the one and only board op and digital assistant, TJ. The 2015 calendar will be available soon. Of course, my executive producer, Tone Capone, associates, <laughs> producers and production assistants from Rose D. And from Rafaela. This episode of Street Soldiers was made possible and hot f- by Fun Fusion. So this month's Fun Fusion you know, it's all good. Thank you very much. Follow me on Twitter at Lisa Evers, the Graham, Lisa Evers Live. Listen to this and previous Street Soldier shows free, free, free. LisaEvers.com. You can also see my Fox 5 stories. Check me out. Fox 5 News at 6 and 10 tonight, 5 and 10 during the weekend. To be a part of this show in any way, email Tone Capone, Tone, the number 4, real at gmail.com or me, lisa at hot97.com. Have a great week. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Push for peace.
0: Looking for a family adventure this weekend? You'll find it at Fun Fusion in New Rock City. With five zones of fun, including games, rides, go-karts, laser tag, low-in-the-dark bowling, mini-golf, and more. The fun never stops at Fun Fusion, the largest entertainment center in Westchester. Now's your chance to win big. Like the Fun Fusion Facebook page and enter to win a Fun Fusion staycation with one-night hotel stay and 20,000 complimentary gaming credits. FunFusionOnline.com.